Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Our goal for next year, I got news for you, it won't change. And it'll never change. We're going to chase that Super Bowl. We're going we're gonna to chase it until we get it. And then we'll chase it after that again. But that's it. People want to criticize us then you go ahead, but you really got no right. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, good morning. It's already Thursday. It's already November 2nd. Keith McPherson on the fan, another two hours, KM to 2 AM. Let's get it. Trying to find some more World Series coverage in here. Corey Seeger, wow. Wins MVP for another team. Okay, I've just found the replay of the Knicks game, so now I can watch the Knicks game and uh see what happened with my own eyes. I was watching the Nets game, and then honestly, I left to drive here thinking the Nets, the Nets ain't winning this game. And then when I got here, I'm like, what they they about to win. They won. Oh, hey, yo. Sports. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. So where are we at here, right? Baseball ends. Congrats to the Rangers, World Series champs. If you want to talk about that, the baseball season that was, I'm glad. Do you remember me saying during the season, I've never wanted a baseball season to end as much as this one? I mean, really, I was like specifically talking about the Yankees baseball season, but now that baseball is completely over, good. And in basketball, opening night for the Knicks and the Nets was such a buzzkill, so disappointing. But the Knicks have two wins. The Nets have two wins. A, a disappointing loss at home for the Knicks tonight. Julius Randle be better. But the Nets go down to Miami and shock the world. I mean, if they're not playing that on Sports Center, if they're not, if I go home tonight and that's not on NBA TV, I, I need to go to sleep. But like that, that should be talked about. Half the Nets team was hurt. They won that game with G, G League players. They won that game with Long Island Nets. So, props to the Nets getting it done. Uh, you heard my Casamigos big shot of the night in the last hour. Amani Brooks gets it done for the Nets. Cool. We haven't talked about football at all. We got to talk about the NFL as now it's week nine. What the hell? That's the thing about football. It rolls because of Thursday night football. Like we, we just had Monday night football. You get two nights in between and then it's bum, 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 bum. Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. My boy Kenny Pickett and Sixburg, the Steelers, Accreasure Field. They should have left it. Heinz Field. They're going to host the Tennessee Titans, led by Will Levis. It's going to be a good one. Going to be a good one. I think I'm I'm not betting. I've been telling myself I got to stop betting. It's pointless, bro. I think I'm going to not bet this game. And then tomorrow I'll be like, all right, let me go. Uh, George Pickens, anytime touchdown. 
I don't know. I, like I, Kenny got hurt in the last game. I think I'm I'm playing. I'm picking against the Steelers. I think the Titans have a little bit of momentum. It's a short week. Actually, what am I saying? That Titans defense or that Steelers defense against the Titans against Will Levis, they'll probably bring him right back down to earth. But Minka Fitzpatrick is hurt. I, see, it's hard to guess. It's hard to know. It's hard to place your bets. But we will talk week eight in the NFL tonight. We have to talk about the New York Giants because the New York Giants are about to face the Raiders, who last night, shout out to C-Mac, right? Now I'm on, at the time C-Mac was on last night and the night before, he got the James Harden news. He got the Raiders firing Josh McDaniels news. What breaking news will I get right now in these next two hours? Let something happen in the sports world. 877-337-6666. The Raiders. The Raiders like paying coaches to not coach their team. I saw a tweet from Joe Pompoliano. NFL coaching contracts are fully guaranteed. So with the Raiders firing Josh McDaniels last night, and John Gruden, John Gruden resigning in 2021, they're now paying somewhere between $40 million and $80 million for them not to coach the team, depending on what Gruden's settlement was. That's poor money management. But Mark Davis don't care. The Las Vegas Aces just won the uh, WNBA championship. He all right. He'll be all right. He good. Darren Waller's not going to be all right. He's not good. Darren Waller is out. For multiple weeks, if you heard me on Monday, I said I drafted him in two fantasy leagues. I, I've been playing him. Luckily, I was able to get Taysom Hill in one league, but I'm done with bro. Of course, I, I was done with him when he went out in that game, but now I, I've dropped him in one league. It's just like, womp, womp, womp. Daniel Bellinger, get ready to rock. Darren Waller. Literally what we all knew and thought about Darren Waller happened. And the Raiders, you know, it being Raiders week, the Raiders traded you him. And uh, they knew he was damaged goods. They knew his hamstring was cooked. His hamstring is fried bacon. And uh, now he won't get to play against his former team. And uh, it's a big week for the Giants because you can't lose to former Giant Antonio Pierce. I mean, if they lose this game, bro, (laughs) forget about it. Antonio Pierce had a lot to say. Uh, I should probably check if we have any of his... Quotes in the system. Fleegs, if you're out there, Marco, let me know if we have any of the quotes from Antonio Pierce. He he got on that podium. He got on that microphone today. He had some things to say. New head coach of the uh, Vegas Raiders. In the middle of the night, they just decided to move on from Josh McDaniel, but he sucks. He's terrible. This is the second time. He's just all-time bad. In the middle of the night, they're like, well... This ain't working. And Devontae Adams, I think, was one of the guys leading the charge. Hey, what'd you get me for? This offensive guru can't get me the ball. Why'd you sign me? I grew up rooting for the Raiders like Antonio Pierce. I, I want the rock. So, yeah, Giants fans, call me up. Tell me how you feel about, you know, building off of the momentum Enough with the close but no cigars. Enough with the moral victories. You can't go play a close game against the Raiders and lose. Then the season's really over. And it's over with like a very bad, like you're starting to question the coach, the GM. You're starting to question players. Questioning the future for real, for real. Like you're supposed to get Andrew Thomas back, Daniel Jones back. Saquon is fine. He didn't get traded. Like 
this is a must win for the Giants in Vegas. And I know there's going to be some Giants fans making that trip out to Vegas. I know there's Jets fans making that trip when they go out there. It's a fun time. I've never been to Vegas in my life on purpose. I had opportunities to go when I was younger, but I, I thought I wouldn't make it back. Thought I wouldn't make it back. But, yeah, the Raiders fire head coach Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler in the middle of the night. Makes you think, you know, everything comes back to the Yankees. A 3-5 and five team fires their coach and their GM at 10 p.m. their time. Uh, I think it was like midnight, uh, 12 or 1 o'clock our time, three-hour time difference. Makes you think about the Yankees. The Yankees have an 82-80 and 80 season and everybody's safe. That's fine. The Jets. The Jets are going to face the Chargers, and I think that this is the week that it gets real. I think this is the week that if if Zach Wilson can't actually put drives together, if he can't actually get into the end zone, the defense, like, we're starting to get late in the season. Guys are getting worn down. There's injuries. Justin Herbert out there with Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer and Austin Eckler and Donald Parham, and I don't even know who else they have. You know, Gerald Everett. They've they've got plenty of weapons, and um, that Chargers defense is no slouch either. With uh, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack and Derwin James, and if um, the the Jets got to run the ball, like if if the Jets offense can't score points against the Chargers, this is where it starts to turn a little bit. This is where you're going to start looking at the Jets and say, okay, maybe all this talk that we hear on the fan about playoffs and Super Bowl and believing in this team and believing in Zach, okay, maybe it's going to start wearing off because the Chargers are coming to town and this is going to be a Monday night football game, another nationally televised game that the world will be watching. And if Zach Wilson doesn't have a good performance, the national narrative kicks back up. The Jets fans start to think, all right, man, you know, maybe this season isn't it. And it's just crazy how much People go back and forth flip-flopping on Zach Wilson. He is what he is, and and he's shown you he is what he is. A little bit of progress, but not a lot of progress. A little bit of progress, but it's not like this guy is going to just overnight wake up and be a competent NFL quarterback. He's going to leave a lot to be desired. Yeah, he can make some throws, but he makes them late. Yeah, he makes some plays, but it's like, man, it's not good enough. Passer rating, the QBR is not good enough, and you're going to face Justin Herbert and a, a Chargers offense led by Kellen Moore, they're going to be ready to go against your defense. So your defense got to get turnover, turnovers. Your defense got to try and pitch a shutout. Let me see if I can check the weather for Monday. It'd be in your best interest for it to be rainy and windy, wind, uh, rainy and windy in the Meadowlands. It's going to be 61, 48 degrees. The weather's not going to be a factor. The, the weather was a factor this past weekend. But, yeah, Jets host the Chargers on Monday night football in week eight. And the Giants go out to Vegas Sunday 425 to face the Raiders. At least we'll be able to watch the games different times, you know, Sunday at four and then Monday standalone game. We'll we'll get more into the um, spreads and odds for the Jets and the Giants. What else did I see? Oh, just minor news after the deadline that the Jets did check on. Devontae Adams, they did check on Mike Evans. They made multiple attempts. Sure, that's called due diligence. That actually makes me feel a little bit better about where they are because I had said, man, they didn't go for it. 
They didn't make any moves. Well, at least they tried. There just were no moves there to be made. And then the Jets' options on the offensive line right now. I saw Zach Rosenblatt put out Jets' options at center. Xavier Newman, Chris Glazer, and if healthy, Joe Tittman. I think Joe Tittman's going to try and champ it out and play. He's got till Monday. He's got till Monday. Bryce Huff and the Jets have had some informal conversations about an extension. Okay. Joe Douglas says there's progress being made. Oh, and then, you know, conversations around Dwayne Brown that came out today. He's going to begin the process to coming back. Supposedly Rob Sala and the Jets said that they did kind of rush him back, which obviously I remember watching the preseason and saying, you know, I remember Aaron Rodgers saying, oh, he's going to play. And it's like, yeah, it's one thing that you say he's going to play and he's a veteran, but he's 38. He's coming off an injury. And it's a liability to throw him into the line of fire as your left tackle when you're 39 years old, he's 38 years old. Like, you can't just roll out of bed and play, especially week one where guys are as healthy as they're going to be and they're ready to go. But, yeah, Dwayne Brown's on his way back. He's supposedly supposedly going to take the left tackle position and then Makai Beckton. But Makai Beckton will begin uh, playing right tackle again. What else did I have in my notes from earlier today with the Jets and the Giants? Rob Salas says he's not disappointed by there being no trades at the deadline. They had some options but decided to stand pat. And they're not worried about Dalvin Cook and Carl Lawson because uh, those guys being happy, it's whatever. It's not going to be a distraction, and they're going to be needed by year's end. They're here. We're going to need you. So... Put on a happy face and uh, let's go Jets. Justin's in Tom's River. What's up, Justin? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Thank you for taking my phone call as always. You know, when you started talking about with this trade deadline, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. We talked the other night. You know, I'm a little disappointed. Yes, I I appreciate the fact that Joe Douglas went big game hunting trying to get Devontae Adams. And that move really wasn't for this year. I I really believe it was for next year with getting him paired back with Rodgers, which is great. And I still think that might happen at the end of the season for next year. But, you know, what it comes down to is, you know, I'm 36 years old. The Jets haven't made the playoffs since I was 22 years old. I was barely able to have a legal drink. And I think it's important for this team to make the playoffs this year. You know, we were talking about it the other night. They can't even get a snap under center. And, you know, the identity of this team, like you were talking about, is through Brees Hall. You know, Brees Hall is one of the best running backs in this league. And that offensive line is absolutely giving him no push. He's getting hit in the backfield. You know, and, you know, when it comes down to it, they're not, you know, honestly, I'm worried about that. You know, you and I both know it's going to be really tight, them getting in the playoffs as is. And like you're saying now, the defense is, you know, they're playing immaculate. They're definitely going to get worn as the season goes down. And you're going to have injuries, you know, and we're, and we're getting to the point where how many how many more times can the Jets win games ugly like they won this past week? You know, and it's just with, with this team, you know, going, going to the game this week, you know, in my opinion – Justin Herbert's a good quarterback, but I think he's a little bit overrated, in my opinion. Definitely. I think the Jets can win this game and next week. But, he's, you know, he's definitely, he's definitely overrated, but they're going to score points. Like, it's not going to be a, a, a 10-7 game, maybe in the first quarter, maybe in the first half. Like, that's what I'm saying. If Zach Wilson can't put drives together, you can't expect the, the defense to pitch a shutout and get turnovers every time they run back out there, especially if it's three and out, three and out, three and out. Of course not, and all it keeps doing is wearing down your defense. And you see, they're getting winded at the end of the game. I mean, every time they keep punting the ball, like you said, after you know, three and out. I mean, 
your defense is going to get worn down eventually. I mean, eventually they're going to give up something, or you know, they're going to blow there, a cover. There needs to be like a that. steady dose of Brees Hall. They need they need to make a commitment to handing that man the ball. Do it on first down. Why is I, it? I that, totally agree. And I, why is it and that even this past week? Sorry, keep cutting you off. I mean, even no, this past week, it. you saw four different drives. It went down to third and one, third and two, and they're passing the ball. Granted, you know they're, they're stacking the box, but, I mean, if an offensive line can't get you one yard to get a first down there, I mean, what, yeah, what are you talking why about? why is it that they're, they're still drawing up plays for Zach Wilson to be standing in the pocket reading the defense and throw when that's not his strong suit on first down? Absolutely not. I, I, I wish I wish they would do the hurry up offense more, more often. Yeah, and that's really the only time spread he has it, to spread it out or have this kid roll out, move the pocket, and improvise because that's when he looks best. He looks best on the run, making well, plays, throwing totally the ball. Agree with you. I, honestly, I don't know why they don't they, they don't draw up some QB you know QB draws or runs. The kid can the kid's well, mobile. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't run him. I wouldn't run him because then you're going to be playing Tim Boyle. <laughs> You get him hurt. He's 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 done. Your Tim Boyle is in there. I'm, then I'm you're not really saying done. it through it ten times a game, but once in a while to catch the defense off guard. I mean, you know. Sure, sure. As a little zone read, let him read the defensive end. You know, put the ball in in Brees Hall's stomach and see if the the end crashes down. And if he crashes down, go run and slide and get five six yards. I don't know. They gotta they gotta get back to. I feel like they got creative with the play calling uh, for the the Chiefs game. For the Broncos game, and even a little bit in the Eagles game, and then I guess with the rain in the Giants game and playing against the Giants, they just went back to note. We're gonna we're gonna pass the ball. We know we can't get any push up front, so we're not gonna run the ball. But Brees Hall needs to get the ball in every kind of way he can get the ball because he can break the game open. And uh, you, I, I you can't totally rely on Zach throwing it thirty six times. They need to go back to that. I mean, I hate to say it with Rex Ryan, but that ground and pound. That has to be the identity of this team. It's, it's just the only tough way to ground and pound with no offensive step. line, you know, with, you know, missing. No, it, I, I totally agree with you, but they got to find a way. They're professionals. Yeah, they got to they gotta make that their identity. We're going to run the ball with Brees Hall, try and control clock, and, and keep our, our offense on the field that way versus Zach three and out or taking sacks. Thanks for the call, Justin. 877-337-6666. Here is where it could potentially turn. They've won three games in a row. The Chargers are not going to lay down. The Chargers have an offense that put up 30 against the Bears last week. Uh, They put up 17 against the Chiefs, 17 against the Cowboys, 24 against the Raiders, 28 against the Chargers. Like They're a team that can score points. They're a team that put up 34 against the Dolphins, 24 against them. They can score points. I, I would assume, let me see if I can go to FanDuel and see what the uh, odds are, the over and under, going into this game Monday night, the last game uh, of Week 9. I would assume that that the Chargers are favored and that the over-under isn't that low. But what do I know? I'm not a Vegas guy. Give me a second as this loads. 877-337-6666. So, huh. They are expecting, I just rolled past it, a 40-point over and under, 40.5. I mean, the Jets-Giants game, I think, was 36.5. And the Chargers are favored by 2.5. No, 3.5. And And that line could move. But, yeah, this is where it could potentially change. And, I mean, don't let the Raiders beat the Giants, and then they start feeling themselves. And then next up on your schedule... Jets fans, you go out to Vegas 
and they're thinking, oh, we're going to win back-to-back games at home against New York. You lose to the Chargers, you lose to the Raiders, then you got to go to Orchard Park and face the Bills. That could easily flip your season from winning three in a row to losing three in a row. The Raiders are going to roll this Aiden O'Connell kid out there, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he's going to be targeting Devontae Adams every series. First down and third down. First down, throw it to Devontae. Second down, run it with Josh Jacobs. Third down, throw it to Devontae again. It's going to change. Um, let me see. Fleegs, if there is, if there's any clips of Antonio Pierce in the system, he had a great press conference today. He said a lot of things. I can get some of this stuff too, but I don't know if, if we played it in the afternoon show. I, I wasn't listening to the afternoon show. But Antonio Pierce... He, he had some bars. Um, other than that, and we're, we'll get back to the phones in a second. I'm going to take a call before we break. Did you guys see that they had the press conference for the stadium series at MetLife? Hockey fans, I love the logo because it's rep in Jersey. And uh, I'm probably going to go to the stadium series for the Flyers-Devils game that Saturday, February 17th. It's an 8 o'clock game. The tickets came out. Tickets are like 700 for good seats. But... um. I love the logo of the stadium series. It says 2024 New Jersey. It's got New Jersey in the logo. I'm like, I'm getting a hat, a scarf, a T-shirt, a hoodie. I'm getting everything with that. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to seeing the Devils play. It's it's going to be freezing, and it's not going to be the best view, but it's just one of those things. It's a spectacle, and, uh, man, it's just cool to see that happening in East Rutherford. So, uh, call me up if you've got any thoughts on that. Let's take another call before we go to break. Let's talk Giants with Mario in Long Beach. What's up, Mario, on the fan? Hey. Okay, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. No problem. You got it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I wanted to just go over, like, like I hear, like, a lot of guys talking about, like, the Giants. Are they 2-6? and six? You know, they can win next week, and then maybe they get a run. Does anybody realize what the odds are to make the playoffs when you're 2-6? and six? Yeah, I would say you they're, they they're under fifteen percent. How about one <laughs> percent? How about one? Nobody's saying this. And listen to the sample size: one hundred and eighty teams since nineteen sixty. Two have made the uh, playoffs. Yeah, and who would think the Giants have any any I'm, weapons to do? This? Hey, if it's you listen, if you listen to the fan, they're talking about beating the Raiders and then surprising the Cowboys, and I'm just like. Um, I don't, I don't know about all that. Um, this is there. This is a tough game this week. The Raiders. We've seen this happen in the NFL, right? When a team fires a coach, they get galvanized, right? A struggling team fires the head coach and the GM, and now all of these, sudden, now all of a sudden, these guys got something to play for. I understand you're getting Daniel Jones back, Andrew Thomas back, but you got to fly across the country to Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. Uh, don't go out partying the night before. Be locked in because the Raiders are going to be motivated behind Antonio Pierce, a former Giant, who literally was talking today about, I'm a motivator. I'm a player's coach. I touch the players. They got to feel me. I got, you know, he's 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 talking the talk. And uh, they're going to have a different game plan, a different scheme. Patrick Graham, former uh, defensive coordinator for the Giants, is still over there. I, I just wouldn't assume that, okay, the Giants are trending up. Daniel Jones is back. We're going to waltz into Vegas, beat them, and then we'll, we'll be able to go to Jerry World right after that. Back-to-back road games with uh, decent flights. And I just, I don't know. I'm hearing it on the fan, and I'm like, what, how? why do we do this every week? 
And one of the, one of the questions, then I'll let you go. I can't understand why they do this. I've seen they, they did the same thing with Galladay. Why do you pick up players that have hamstring problems? The same thing happened with Galladay, and the same thing Corey Davis. They're no good. The they got you flat tires, up. basically. Like they they can't yeah. they can't run. Yeah, but why would you pick them up and pay them if they if they have a history they, of that? You know, they thought that again. they thought that in the trade they were getting a steal, basically Kadarius Tony. Um, for Darren Waller, but we all said it. The reason that he he wasn't effective in Oakland or in Vegas was because of the hamstring. And when he came over here in camp, I'm like, oh, the guy's healthy, but he had some hamstring issues early early on, and then he pushed it too far, and now he might be out the next couple weeks. So that's also um, that also changes things for your offense and for the team. That's also a hit where you can't be so confident that you're going to go beat the Raiders. The Raiders' defense was pretty solid. Uh, the Raiders' defense was was not bad against the Lions. I don't know if people are paying attention, but like, so I'm saying, if these guys are galvanized because they hated Josh McDaniels and he's out of there, and Antonio Pierce is firing them up, it's not a guarantee that the Giants waltz into Vegas and beat the the Raiders. And yeah, you're you're perfectly uh, or you're you're spot on with the like uh, the hamstring injury. It's a lingering injury, and these guys can't open up and actually run. It's like having a flat tire. Thanks for the call, Mario. 877-337-6666. Now we're talking football a little bit as it's Thursday, as week nine is upon us. Thursday night football, the Tennessee Titans will face the Pittsburgh Steelers out there in P-Town. If you want to talk Jets, call me up. If you want to talk Giants, call me up. The Texas Rangers are now World Series champions. And as of today, there are no baseball games until uh, spring training and opening day. Hooray. Hooray. The, the Knicks loss in the Garden. The Nets got a huge win down in Miami. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's take a break. I got 90 minutes left. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991. On a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey, yo. Hey, let's get right back to it, man. If you were listening before the break, we were talking about the Raiders and... Antonio Pierce and 
this game coming up against the Giants. Now, I said that they played pretty good defense against the G- Detroit Lions. Now, I, I, I don't want to say they played pretty good defense. I want to rephrase that because when you look at the box score, they gave up almost 500 yards. But if you watch that game, they held them to field goals in that whole first half. And then even in the second half, Marcus Peters had the pick six. Like They played better against the Lions, who a lot of people are looking at the 6-2 and two Lions as the team to potentially come out of the NFC. They played better than that score showed. They played better than the box score showed. And I mentioned Max Crosby. They had some other guys that flashed too. I mentioned uh, Marcus Peters. Excuse me. Marcus Epps had nine tackles. Um, Amik Robertson had five tackles. They have some guys over there on defense that can play. It's just their offense has been so trash. I mean, what can you do? If your offense is three and out, if Jimmy Garoppolo is missing wide open receivers, if you know, you're know you not really scoring touchdowns, it's tough. So I'm just saying do, do not sleep on what these guys will do with a little motivation going into this game. And speaking of a little motivation, Antonio Pierce – had a lot of motivation today when he took the mic on that podium as the new interim head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's roll some clips and let's play what he had to say out there today. It's a new chapter. It's a new era. It's a new mindset. What is that mindset? It's that of the Raider pride, the commitment to excellence, and making sure our alumni, our fan base, and Raider Nation are proud of what they see on the field. Tough passionate effort energy that enthusiasm that you see when we all watched our kids and these young men who are now pro athletes play when they're in pop warner having that love for the game this is about the raiders and this is about this organization and we're tired of losing it's not a good feeling we're a production-based business we're about competition being competitive and play with an edge and a swag and a certain confidence that we walk out that damn tunnel that everybody watching TV can see it. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in LA. I was rolling with NWA, talking straight out of Compton, rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. Hmm. Now, you know, it's all talk for now. Sounds good for right now. We'll see you Sunday. I mean, <laughs> Some of those guys may respond to that, but the Giants have to respond first, right? The Giants have to just go there and handle business and not worry about who's coaching the team or who's motivated. You're, you're playing against Aiden O'Connell. You're playing against this kid who he's no good, but none of their quarterbacks are good. And I think they're, they're rolling with Aiden O'Connell for a change of pace and a young guy that's going to let it rip, who's got nothing to lose. And he's going to do what they tell him to do. They're going to tell him, throw the ball in the direction of Devontae Adams. So Tay Banks, get ready, and Dexter Lawrence, get ready, and here we go. Now that game's got a little more juice. It's Daniel Jones's return to the field. Let's see what he's going to do with Andrew Thomas and Saquon Barkley back, uh, who, if you heard me, I said this guy's been playing without his two best offensive players. Well, if those guys are back this week, and uh, the Raiders just fired their GM and head coach, they got to go on the road and get this win. They have to. They, they do not want to be the team that gets rolled by uh, Antonio Pierce in his first game coaching week nine. Chris is in Bergen County. What's up, Chris? You're on the fan. Yeah, what's going on, Nate? How are you doing tonight? I'm all right, man. Thanks for checking in. Hey, if uh, if I'm the Giants, 
is DeVito taking first-team snaps all week? No. And look, hear me out. Oh, <laughs> hear no. me out. Hear me out. It's a sarcastic one. Only because when Crosby puts Thomas on skates and blows up Daniel Jones, well, at least your backup took first-team snaps all week. Matt Barkley. No. <laughs> Uh, they signed Matt Barkley. Yeah. They, they better elevate him. You can't get. There's no way you can get into another game you know where what? Tommy DeVito's in the game, and you can't throw the ball. How about we just? How about just just carry three? Just carry three quarterbacks this week. Maybe you know, be, you're you're down a tight a end. It's going to be a problem, and especially after hearing that press conference. Yeah. 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 It's going to be an issue. Max Crosby last week was fired up because he donated. A million dollars to Eastern Michigan, and he thought oh, that the Lions going, were going to draft him being an Eastern right. Michigan guy. So he had something to prove he's, against them. He was wreaking havoc on them. Now, if he gets oh, motivated by Antonio Pierce, um, which he will, which of course which he, will. he will, he's he doesn't need much motivation. <laughs> no, he's gonna, it's going to be crazy. Hey, uh, just real quick, shout out to Rashawn Gary on that contract, Jersey kid. Hmm. I mean, this is going to be it. Now that game's got a little bit more juice. Now this game's oh. got a little more juice. And it's going to carry right over into next week against the Jets. Yeah, let me get the numbers on Rashawn Gary. Thanks for the call, Chris. Rashawn Gary, as Chris mentioned, uh, signed a contract extension with the uh, Packers. I mean, I don't think anybody's mentioned that on WFAN. His contract comes in a bit cheaper than I expected, Ken Ingles writes on Twitter. Rumors were he was looking for top three edge rusher money, but he's coming in at top five. 107, 532 million. I mean, that's bank. This guy's a $100 million football player. Good for him, man. Good for him and his family. Uh, I mean, I remember when he came up. He's only 25, Plainfield, New Jersey. And, uh, you know, he was a star at Michigan. And just that fast, you're a $100 million man in the NFL. Shout out to Rashawn Gary and the Gary family and anybody in Plainfield, New Jersey, listening to the fan at almost 1 in the morning. Um, Big money. Big money. Getting it done for the Packers. Go Pack Go. Now I'm in here watching this Knicks game, and I see, and you know, now I'm watching the third quarter, and like I said, Taylor two two halves. I see that the Cavs figured it out; they got it going. You know, the Cavs now they have uh, Niang from the Sixers, they have uh, Tristan Thompson from whatever name, whatever team he used to play for, they have Max Struess from Miami, they have the kid Evan Mobley. They have a they have a deep team. They have a few different players. It's not just Donovan Mitchell. It's not just, uh, I mean, J, um, why am I blanking on his name? Big J um, from the Brooklyn Nets. He ain't even playing. Jared Allen. Jared Allen ain't even playing. Evan Mobley's been playing. Isaac Okoro, Darius Garland. I don't think I think Darius Garland took a seat tonight. I don't think he played tonight. But, no, everybody's saying uh, Julius Randle had a miserable night. Yeah, Darius Garland didn't play, right? They started Evan Mobley, Georgie Niang, Isaac Okoro, Donovan Mitchell, Max Struess. And Tristan Thompson is still getting it done 
Chloe's man in the NBA. <laughs> Skims, the new underwear partner. Kim Kardashian's line is the new official underwear partner of the NBA. Of course it is. Of course it is. The Kardashians got plenty of NBA players that have been... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to, how to phrase that. Anywho, I just tweeted out. Shout out to uh, people on Twitter that follow me, at Keith McPherson. I just think everything keeps coming back to the Yankees. The Yankees are the butt of every joke, and I find ways to laugh. Fox Sports put out, Iron Man. Marcus Simeon played in every single game for the Rangers this season, regular season and postseason. And so I quote tweeted that, and I said, not one scheduled rest day? Shake my head. <laughs> the Yankees have scheduled rest days for all of their guys. It's it's incredible. Who told them to do that? Like, well, how when they came up with that because they had all these IL stints in 2019, 2020. So now it's like, oh, if we schedule a rest day for DJ, right? After DJ has two hits, he gets hot, sit him down, schedule rest. Same thing for Judge, same thing for Rizzo. Come on, bro. Norm is out in Pittsburgh on the fan in New York. What's up, Norm? Hey, Keith. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. We I mean, we, we really appreciated this uh, World Series for Bochi. Uh, we're going back to guys like Charlie Manuel and Torre and uh, Chuck Tanner. But I know that I know the, the ratings are terrible. But, uh, I mean, for a team to win every game on the road and what they went through, I know, you know, we've been checked out on New York baseball for a long time, months now. But uh, – for baseball fans, it's been fantastic. And I just want to say that, uh, if I can, that uh, for the guys down at Naval Weapons Station Earl down in New Jersey, I know you're a New Jersey guy, but uh, we were very fortunate to uh, actually hear you guys when you first came on the air. And uh, we've always been fortunate, and we've taken it to our hometowns, uh, uh, WFAN, because there was nobody like WFAN back then. Mm. And uh, we're just very appreciative. Solid. Thank you for that call, Norman. You know that's a you know, that's a real thing right there, bro. Like I appreciate that. Like you, you never know who's listening, and uh, you know for WFAN to be what it is, and WFAN to be the first twenty four seven sports talk station, and so many sports fans from uh, all these different places tap in with us here in New York. And you know, I, I keep that in mind. Like I obviously center everything around our New York teams, but. I mean, if you can't tell, I take a national approach. I try to speak on everything in sports because uh, when I get this much time, I mean, it can't just be Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. <laughs> it's going to be for the most part. But, yeah, back to the World Series. You know, I appreciate what the Rangers did. The Rangers started off undefeated. The Rangers, they, they were road warriors. And, man, they just caught lightning in a bottle. And there was something special. And... It's not a fluke. It's not a crapshoot for them. They have a good manager who's done it before. Leadership. I was just listening to Chris Young talk about Nate Valdi and how thankful he is. The GM talking about how thankful he is that a player wanted to be there. How thankful he is that Nate Valdi wanted to be in Texas with the Rangers because he's a winning player who elevated everyone else. And now they're just reflecting on the season that was and the fact that they're World Series champs. They actually did it. Actually did it. Maybe uh, some of that good mojo that they are bringing back to Arlington will spread to the football team that plays right next to their stadium in Arlington. 
How about them Cowboys? Nope, no shot. No shot. Cowboys aren't winning the Super Bowl. Cowboys aren't getting back to the NFC Championship. I'd take that. I'd take just win a couple playoff games this year, bro. The NFC looks wide open. The Cowboys are about to play the Eagles this week. Beat the Eagles so I know it's real. Go to Philly and smack the Eagles so I can actually wear my Victory Monday shirt and not tell everybody that, oh, yeah, I just wear this you know, during the season because this is all we'll have to celebrate. We know they're going to fold when it comes playoff time. 877-337-6666. Yeah, they're on the tweets. and <laughs> Rick, Rick Brody says, remember Cal Ripken? Yeah, of course I do. I used to have, and I'm a Yankee fan, but I didn't care. I love Cal Ripken. I used to have a Cal Ripken player tee, uh, Orioles player tee, before I really could read the cursive script. And when, this is when I was like five. And I thought it said Oreos. Didn't even know that Orioles were a bird. Didn't put that together. I had a black Cal Ripken player tee that I think we got. I don't know where we got it at. Maybe a yard sale. Ripkin on the back, number eight, and I thought it said Oreos, like the cookies on the front. And I used to rep that shirt. I used to wear it a bunch. And I remember uh, getting roasted by some kids in my neighborhood about wearing the same clothes like I was dirty. And I was like, nah, I'm not dirty. I showered. And, like, the shirt's not that dirty. And I remember, like, going home crying, and my mom, that was, like, like literally, like a five-year-old kindergarten moment. My mom breaking it down to me, like, yo, you can't, you can't keep, like, coming home and like, I put you in different clothes, but then you come home and you put the same shirt on and you you wear that shirt. Kids are going to think you're dirty. They're going to think you don't shower. They're going to think you've had the same shirt on for days. So, yeah. Can't make this stuff up, man. I'll give you all my real life. <laughs> ah, what else are they talking about on the timeline? Nine innings, 162 games plus playoffs. Why no load management? Yeah, it just makes you think, right? Um, even with the Braves. The Braves players played every day. They were in the same spot in the lineup. They were in the same spot in the field. You sick? No, you're not sick? Your baby being born? No, kid's not on the way? You hurt? We'll champ it out. This is baseball. We got 27 outs. Go play. Meanwhile, the Yankees try to, like, reinvent the wheel and say, oh, we got to get ahead of this. We're going to rest these guys no matter what. You know what's going to help these guys stay healthy? And that's another thing that pissed me off about the Yankees. What are you resting guys for? What, what are you scheduling rest for? October? <laughs> There's not going to be in October. So you're resting guys in August. You're resting guys in July. So that they're fresh for the postseason. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're fresh for the uh, playoff run. And then you lose a game and it's like, oh, well, would have been nice if this guy was in the lineup. Or, oh, you're, you're losing a game and then you want to pinch hit a guy cold. Off the bench late, it's too little too late. Geniuses. Just look at what everybody else is doing in baseball. They let guys get into a rhythm. They let guys get into a flow. Don't you hate that? A guy will have a, a two-for-four day, see the ball, and then the next day he's out of the lineup. The Yankees do that more than anybody in the league. Scheduled rest, sit guys down, and then change the damn lineup every day. Can, that's my one wish. People, I just did a podcast. Shout out to Dugout Station. I did the podcast today, and they're like, uh, they're like, can you predict the Yankees lineup for next season? I'm like, hell no, because they need to add like two or three bats. And here's what I would like to predict. Get the guys that are going to be in the lineup, set the lineup, and can we get the first like three series with, with the same lineup, the guys playing every day in the same spots? Just try it. I dare you. Just try that. See how it works. 
If the, if you lose every game, then switch it up. I I bet you don't lose every game. I bet you don't lose every game. 877-337-6666. It's just funny. All these little things, right? The Yankee, it comes back to the Yankee and the Yankee fans. That's why we, we weren't included this year. Because they do things in New York that they don't do other places. They 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 play players that are concussed. And then they tell you, oh, he's in the best shape of his life. Well, something is up with, bro. We never seen him look this bad. He didn't know how many outs there were at first base. He swung at a pitch that he was nowhere near. This guy is an all-star. This guy's a World Series champion. Are you sure he's okay? I didn't want to believe it. On air, I remember saying, I'm like, that that concussion was Memorial Day weekend. If he's still concussed, like, then then what are the Yankees' doctors doing and their medical staff? This is New York. There's a hospital every few blocks. There's doctors every few blocks. Like, how does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. But now it's the offseason. Welcome to the winter, of course, too. It's cold now. Step outside is... It's a little frosty. It's getting brick. So I said, tick, 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 turn the hot stove up. I don't think the Yankees are getting Otani. Sorry about it. I don't know if they're going to get Yashinobu or Yashinobu Yamamoto. I think he's going to the Mets. I think part of the Mets scheme to get Otani is having Kodai Senga and Yashinobu Yamamoto. I mean, the Mets are going to be the highest bidder for whoever they want. We know that. And if there's one team... In the East, obviously coming to New York, you know, you you would think that Shohei would want to play with the Yankees because of their pedigree and their prestige and bam bam bam. But like that's all in the past. The guy wants to win. David Stearns and the Mets with Steve Cohen could actually put together a five hundred million dollar offer for the guy. And then he's got uh two of his countrymen and Yamamoto and Sanga here. Figure out what they do in New York. And this is New York. There's plenty of Japanese cuisine and customs and things that they can find to do and probably little hideouts and such. So uh, we're getting close. I don't think the Yankees are going to be in on Shohei Otani, but I, I think the Mariners are a sneaky play and the Giants. And the Giants, I was talking about that earlier today. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to take a break. Uh, call me up with anything. This is my last hour's open mic. If you want to talk about the Knicks, the Nets, NBA basketball that we saw tonight, the Knicks get a, uh, the Knicks lose, but the Nets get a win. The World Series baseball is over. Congrats to the Texas Rangers. I enjoyed watching your run. The NFL Week 9 is upon us. Titans-Steelers tonight. And now that the Rangers, or the Rangers, the Raiders, fired their head coach and GM, it changes the game for the Giants, and I think it's going to get real for the Jets. They're not going to be able to steal this one from the Chargers. They're going to have to beat them in front of everybody on Monday night. Plenty to talk about. Plenty to go around. Stadium Series as well. Coming up for uh, all of our local teams and you throw the Flyers in there at MetLife. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back.